They line up on a three-wide receiver, look to the right. Kaufman looks down the field. This is going to be caught by Tanner Strand. He got in front of the passer, and he's gone. Touchdown, Grinnell. Hi, welcome into the Tiger Livestream Network podcast number two. I'm your host today, along with our second host, which is in for podcast number two, Blake Walker. Uh, Blake's joining us. He was busy in school activities last week when we did the first one, so he's joining us, and hopefully he'll be here for the, the rest of the podcast as the season goes on. Blake, it, it's your senior year. Why don't you give us a little insight of what your plans are? I know some of these people out here listening to the podcast had three years of listening to you on the, the live stream and, and really hope that you're going to be sticking around for a little bit to help and do these broadcasts in the future. What's your insights there? Uh, yeah, I continue to keep doing it. That's obviously one of the things that I want to keep doing, uh, broadcasting and such. Um, we just got registered this past weekend for uh, Marshalltown Community College. I'm going to be going there for a uh, year and a half, and then I'm going to go to the University of Iowa, continue for broadcasting slash communications. Um, so, yeah, we're winding down the end of the school year here. we got graduation parties coming up. Uh, I don't know how many times in the past week I've been asked, what you doing? What you, what you doing? It's going to get annoying to keep at, telling people that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun trying to line up stuff for the summer. Uh, still try to keep broadcasting. Um, I'm going to be in the summer musical Little Shop of Fours, going to play uh, Orin the Dentist. Um, that might be the last time I act in a long time, so... Uh, hopefully that goes over well, but, uh, yeah, trying to been keeping up with the sports stuff still. And, uh, there's still a lot of sports left. Baseball season hasn't even started yet here at the high school. So. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of something new that we're going to be taking a stab at is the, the baseball softball. And we're not, we're not committing that we're going to be doing a bunch of ball games, but it's something we definitely want to get in there right. and give a try right. and see what that future is going to be like. Uh, go back to your school a little bit. So you're going to go to Marshtown for a year and a half. Is the focus you're going to be able to do some broadcasting up there possibly? Uh, it's looking like baseball, definitely. Uh, basketball, for sure. They, they, uh, they're they probably going to need me for basketball. and I'm just going to have to learn a lot of new stuff, <laughs> uh, new sports. Uh, I, I don't know volleyball. I feel like maybe they'll make me do volleyball. But uh, that's a broadcasting program team that hasn't had much student leadership in the past you know decade. So definitely going to go in there and try to help them out for yeah, that be, short period of time. That will definitely be cool to, to hear a, a new voice. I know in the past that when we went and visited that they've always just used a radio station and dubbed voices over. So right. it's going to be be nice to hear a, a younger voice. And, and and at the same time, you're still going to try to come back and do some football yeah, and basketball still, games if possible. Still coming back for the football games. And I'm excited. They got new football uniforms this past weekend, and they look cool. And, uh, yeah, I'll be free Friday nights. Uh I'm excited. They they look good. I think I think they're they're going to be a better team than they were last year. And Souser's got them lined up. Yeah, we're we're really excited. Hopefully, we could get uh, Coach Souser in here and and do a bo- podcast this summer. I know that he spoke with you a couple times in the passing that if, if we could get something lined up to even talk about football. So we definitely want to do something like that. After you're done at Marshtown, then it, it's on the Iowa. What's what? What's Iowa have there that's really the attractor for you? The uh, Daily Iowa takes place there. Broadcast one of the top, technically newspaper-led schools uh, in the country. Top newspaper in the country for universities, and uh, they also have their own news station and everything. 
And uh, their sports team is so big. I mean, they go, they travel with Iowa, whether they go to bowl games, championship, or, uh, bowl, or bowl games, NCAA tournament games, what you have you. And uh, it really helps you get to that next step. And Big Ten runs through. That's always the biggest thing. It's a Big Ten school. Uh, BTN Student U is a crazy opportunity that I really want to be a part of. Um, and I don't think going to Marshalltown for two, a year and a half will set me too far behind the eight ball. So. Well, definitely, it'll put you in a good position. There's not, I think, you have opportunities if you went your freshman year at Iowa to do some broadcasting, but the opportunities that MCC is going to throw you right into the, they may say throw you in the fire, but little do they know that we've been through the fire three years ago and, and we're, you know, hopefully maybe you might even be able to go and help the program right, out right. a little bit yeah. from what we've listened to in the past. So exactly. that, that's pretty cool. The uh, community theater, that's really good, you know, I have to say, being your father, <laughs> that we've always been blessed uh, of listening to you through different musicals and stuff. So hopefully maybe you can get a catch next year if there's something in or, in or around that you could do something. Uh, but that's always – that's pretty cool. Right. So um, anything else you want to outline on what our podcasts are going to be running into this going into the summer in the future? We're definitely going to try to keep adding guests every week. Uh because, you know, just us two talking, that's going to get pretty bland after a while. So why not get other intakes? I mean, there are so many people around this town that have such good stories to tell. And anything that's a good storytelling mechanism is so good to hear and tell these sports stories. All these people that have gone through Grinnell High School. And uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. New way to branch out to the community. and Because uh, people are always wondering where more content's coming from. So we're we're providing with more content. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that, that is our goal. You know, as I mentioned last week in the podcast, it's not just sports. We want to do activities that evolve around the high school and, and get the, the student leaders, maybe have them in on a podcast, but definitely talk to the, the sponsors of the activities and the coaches. And so as the community can hear, there's a lot of great things going on. And, you know, that that's our goal here with this uh, Tiger live stream network podcast so well thanks blake for giving us a little insight where you're going uh i guess you you are the interviewer for the the guest of the week why don't you let us in on and who is our guest for the week so our uh, guest for the week is going to be uh mr roger henderson been a choir teacher at the high school for uh gosh i think it's coming up on 30 plus years um obviously uh I've been his student for four years now, so uh, he's got uh, a lot coming up toward the end of the season. Probably choir's busiest season is in May, but uh, also going to talk to him about what we've done this school year because I think he's been pretty proud of it and uh, just kind of catch up with him for people that don't know what he's all about. Really good. We I, I can't wait to listen to what your interview is with Roger, so why don't we take a quick second break and we'll go right over to that interview. Okay, so I'm here for an interview with uh, Mr. Roger Henderson, the choir teacher here at the high school. Um, Mr. Henderson, how are you doing this morning? Doing good, thanks. Um, so I guess if people don't really know much about you, tell tell the people about you a little bit more. How long have you been teaching here at the high school? Um, this is probably, this is the um, end of my 29th year, I believe, here at Grinnell High School. And um, I have... Uh, had lots, lots of years of experience and lots of kids that have gone through the program in all those years. Man, uh, so obviously you've been doing it for so many years. Uh, what's, uh, 
what's been some of the highlights of those 30 years? Obviously, there's going to be a lot of uh, highlights, but like, what are some of the more memorable things? Is it the composer, Meet the Composers? Is it... Well, as a choir, one of, the, one of the really neat things that we've done actually the last eight years is we do this uh, uh, Meet the Composer event that's sponsored by the Heartland Youth Choir in Des Moines. And that has actually been one of the big highlights. Uh, we've met some very uh, prominent composers over the years, and uh, we've prepared music ahead of time, and then gone and, and uh, sung this for that particular composer. And he or she uh, works with us in a workshop situation and offers suggestions, and, um, and then we end up doing a culminating concert at the end. And those, that has been one of the big highlights for the big group. Um, we've also had some very successful individuals with our solo and small ensemble festival uh, events over the years and uh, um, some positive all-state participation. Also, we've had kids that have been selected through to participate in what's called the Iowa State Honor Choir, which is really also a, a really big deal. The kids have to go in and demonstrate some sight reading music skills as well as as their individual singing. So those are just some of the highlights of some of the things that we've done over uh, the years. So this Friday, I believe it's on the third, we have our contest uh, once a year. What what kind of started that? Do you would you compare it to like our large group speech contest kind of in the sense of that or you know what would you take off of that? Okay, or what is so that? the Iowa High School Music Association like the Iowa High School Speech Association sponsors um, events for uh, performing groups um, to participate in kind of festival-type situations. The music one is a little bit different than the speech. The music uh, is just a kind of a one-shot deal. This one happens to be uh, for large group for large groups and. Um, so the both choirs will participate in this event. There, there'll be three judges that will offer um, uh, critique and um, suggestions for improvement. And there's there's a rating system of a one, two, three, four, and a five, which is similar to the speech association, but this is a one-shot thing for music. Um, for speech, there are kind of three rounds. There's a district round and then um, a regional round, and then a state, a, a state round. So it's just a little bit different than um, uh, the, the music. So the, it, these take place all over the state of Iowa? Right. On Friday night, May 3rd, is a um, large group festival for 3A and 1A schools throughout the state. And then on the following Saturday... The state event sponsors the similar things for 2A and 4A schools. There are 4As for the music division is the largest. So be schools like Des Moines schools and Iowa City and those sorts of things. So who decides who hosts it? Obviously, we've hosted it for I think it's been almost every single year. I've been we've in high hosted it for many years. Um, I think there's only been one year in the last ten or eleven that we haven't, and. Um, since we've got, since we've, in the community, have built the new the, the auditorium, which was about ten years, ten twelve years ago, um, we've hosted hosted the event because now we have facilities uh, to do this. Uh, the state music association 
decides where they are and it's, it ends up being kind of a regional sort of thing and fortunately for us uh, Grinnell is kind of of the schools that traditionally participate we're in a pretty central location for for this area so we we have it's easier for us to host than it is to get you know four or five busloads of kids and take them somewhere so we I, I prefer it <laughs> and I know this absolutely, absolutely the students definitely prefer to do it it's not as big as a time, big a time commitment, mm -hmm, right. and uh, plus, um, you get a chance to hear some other bands and choirs. And often, sometimes when we travel, the, it doesn't really work as well for you to hear other groups. Which, I, which I know, Mr. Dresser and I really feel like that's one of the the highlights of hosting, and one of the highlights of the event is to get to hear what other schools are doing. Mm -hmm, so you have some right. some basis to to know what kind of work that we are doing here mm -hmm. at Grinnell. So Friday night, what time does it start at, the whole thing start The at? whole thing starts with the bands at 5.15, and uh, the choirs start at 6. And there's staggered start times because, um, like Grinnell, other schools have quite a few students that do both band and choir. And so the schedule is set up so... There's not a conflict between the times. There's plenty of warm up time for warm up for those uh, ensembles, so they don't are, are not on top of each other. So free to the community, anyone can come it, out. It and... actually is not. It's like the state playoff games for like mm -hmm. any of the sports and that. And uh, the the cost is seven dollars for adults and five dollars for senior citizens and three student three dollars for students. Um, that are not participating. Mm -hmm. Right, and you get to listen to a lot of good choirs. Yeah. And the feedback for us students is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to listen to it. Now, granted, I only have a few more days left in choir after it yeah. happens, but still, it's absolutely... I mean, those three judges know exactly what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, alrighty, well, thank you. Uh, I'm You're sure welcome, a few buddy. people want to walk out there to uh, Grinnell High School here and listen to some of the choirs, so uh, good luck on the rest of the school year, and thanks for taking time for the interview. Excellent. Thanks, Blake. All right, thanks a lot, Blake. That was an excellent interview. Nice to always hear what Roger Henderson has to say. Being a parent with a student in choir for the past four years, you know, he's done a great job changing changing the hearts of the students around and basically mature them into young adults. I, I can't say enough about Roger Henderson. So moving on, let's take a look at last week's past activities of what's going on. We had a busy schedule right here in the Grinnell Tiger High School First of all, on Monday the 22nd, we mentioned that the girls' tennis team and boys' tennis team were both playing. Girls' tennis team, they beat Knoxville 9-2. to Boys also won. They played Knoxville, or their group of people played Knoxville. They won 6-5. to The boys' golf, they came in third at the Prairie City Monroe Invitational on the Tuesday the 23rd, the boys track. They had an invitational here, which was the boys and girls. I don't have what the girls' uh, placing was of that, but the boys' track came in second place. Some of the top performers, Trey Goldman was first place in the high jump with a record, of, not a record, but a recording of 5.8. Uh, the 4x8 team of Brett Gibson, Isaac Bryant, Matthew Cunningham, and Joe Simon, they came in with a first place finish at a time of 8. 12.91. Also, the 4x2 team of Tanner Strand, Warren Ware, Brant, and Wyatt Hunter, they had a first place finish 
with a time of 135.03. Also moving on, the boys' soccer team. Holy cats, Blake. What's going on in this soccer <laughs> I, team? I don't know. They, they had a big win over Pella Christian, 4-zip. Uh, they were down, down by one. And, or excuse me, I'm I'm getting confused with the Friday night game. Pella Christian game was a a pretty slick win. But let's jump ahead to the Friday night uh, soccer match. Was that against Knoxville? Knoxville, Knoxville. They were were down and and came back. And you got to go see that game. Tell us a little bit about it. It was good. I mean, it's, it's hard to really put into words what this soccer team is right now. I mean, they've... Obviously played uh, uh, six games on the schedule, currently 5-1. and one. They lead the Little Hawkeye Conference, uh, just got ranked 10th, uh, one of the highest rankings they've been in a long time after that win over Dallas Center Grimes. Despite the win against DCG, DCG moved up in the rankings, so I guess they call it a good loss. But I think it's just the guys working together. There's, It's just they gel so well, and uh, they do that little huddle at the end of the games that get each other fired up, and the teamwork on there is just incredible. I mean, they, they only have, what, four people on the bench at a time, but everybody puts their heart and soul into that game, and Matea Sturr does a great job as a goalie. Uh, Wyatt and Gavin and Steven and Richard, I mean, they are just perfect uh, front players. And, you know, speaking of Richard, I mean, my goodness, the kid, what is he, just a freshman? And he is absolutely incredible to watch what he can do. Well, that's what I was going to mention. It seems like it's a spread of the youth from ninth grade all the way up to 12th grade leaders. Uh, Granted, at the end of the season, these 12th graders are seniors, Mm. are going to be missed. I mean, they've had some pretty incredible stuff out there on the soccer field. Uh, fortunately, I wish there was a way that we could do a soccer game, but at Arns Park, it's almost impossible right, right. to uh, get set in there. And if we did get set up, the winds – I don't think there's a day that you could go to a soccer match that the wind's not blowing 100 miles an hour at Arns Park, so we'd probably never be able to hear us on our mics anyway. But I, I just wanted to throw that out there. I knew that you went Friday night, and it's just been incredible uh, things going on. And, and one thing – if you follow us on our Twitter page on Tigers Live underscore, we try to follow up with a lot of the posts of the ball game, ball games and, and soccer matches. And I have to give a thanks out to Karen Dillon. She put some pretty cool pictures out there, and, and I've retweeted them a couple times. And, you know, with two boys on the soccer team, uh, she's got to be a proud parent, her and Jason both. So, all right, got sidetracked there. Let's move back into uh, Wednesday night, the 24th, the girls' tennis team. Uh, they played uh, a match with Norwalk. They, they lost 5-6. to six. Moving on to Thursday, the 25th, the boys' golf. They finished second uh, at a meet at Boss Landing in Pella against Norwalk and Pella Christian. Side note, Coach Baker threw out there. He said, Solly Herbers, which is a sophomore, led the way with his first medal win. Uh, honors at a – shooting at a 41, so kudos out to Sully Herbers uh, leading the team there. Uh, the golf, girls golf finished second at a Marshalltown Invitational. And then uh, there on the 26th Friday, we had the boys win over Knoxville. And then the tennis team had a huge win over Albia, 9-0. All the way down the board, I think the, the six singles were all wins. And even the four doubles matches were all wins. So it was across the board a sweep. So good job to the boys' tennis team there. Uh, the last one is uh, on Friday. 
afternoon, uh, Joe Simon ran in the Drake Relays. Uh, he ran to a fourth-place finish, but we are not going to downplay a fourth-place finish at the Drake Relays. He set a school record, and right afterwards, in bleeding breasts, I could almost say, he is gasping. Blake, you had the opportunity to interview Joe. What do you have to say at that moment? Uh He's very excited. I, I mean, we he probably I got to interview him probably. Uh, it had to be uh, about 15 minutes after he ran, and uh, you know, as I've never been at track, so I, I, I've never been in that situation. But the Drake Relays are the best track event in the state of Iowa. I mean, even colleges come out of everywhere to come and participate. And uh, you know, what was it? 16 runners. I mean, he. I think he was just looking for a top 10, if anything. And to finish fourth, I mean, that's just absolutely incredible. He, uh, I asked him what it was like, and uh, he just said that, you know, he's been working so hard all four years, and that's, you know, finally paid off. And uh, he said he just, he wants to get better. Obviously, he finished with a 1 minute 57 second lap. Uh, he wants to go for 156. He thinks it's possible. And, you know, with conference meets coming up here, and, I mean, that's not even the state championship. That was literally just the Drake relays. Yeah, you know, and what was incredible, he's sitting there as you're asking those questions. I, I listened to the interview, and he just barely could keep his breath going. And the, you asked him the next question of what you just said there, what about the future of the rest of the year? And he's like, definitely, I'm going to get faster. Yeah. And yeah. he says, I'm going to break another record. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, to me, Joe Simons, uh, that's an incredible performance. I I went to school with both his mom and dad, Chris Simon, Paul Simon. So they're they're great parents, and, and Joe's a really good kid. Um, known him probably since roughly fourth grade yeah, when yeah. when they moved here from the South Dama School District. So has a, a, a just a great experience. Not to put out on the side of those who performed at Drake. Uh, I know last night or last week in our podcast, I mentioned that the girls four by one team they also ran. Um, uh, they did not t- place in the top six or top ten bracket. And then also Kylie Neighbors also uh, participated in the high jump. Yeah. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. She was also in the high jump. So excellent job to make it to that level. I mean, the Drake Relays is, is a for those who are not involved with track, there's probably three primary events. And I don't even know what the first one's really talked about, but uh, you and I host the indoor track that is called the Dickinson Relay, that it's a, a time qualify or a best of that you have to get into. The next one that happens is the Drake Relays. The Drake Relays is best times of certain things to qualify, and that's how you get in. And then the last one, of course, is can you qualify for your state, and that's based off of performance through your uh, district meet or your, your conference meet. Yeah, and props to that girls' uh, four or four by 100 team. I mean, my goodness, the weather was absolutely terrible. It was like it was snowing, it was raining. Uh, yeah, congratulations to Joe um, and uh, Kylie and uh, that four by 100 team. Absolutely incredible to be able to be there and a uh, good way to represent GHS. All right, so that, that pretty much comes to – the, the end of our, our podcast today, again, I want to go back. Blake, I'm glad you're here. Sit in with our podcast for the, the upcoming weeks. Uh, and then also thank you, Roger Henderson, for have, taking the time to visit with Blake and have a, a great interview and let us know what's going on in the choir department. And, again, 
Uh, as you listen to this podcast, I know I put out on our Twitter account, if there's someone you want to hear from, whether it be someone in the, the school district or a coach, uh, let us know. Uh, we do have plans. Talk to uh, the baseball coach and the softball coach. I visited via email a little bit with Tony Stenberg. Uh, he's he's excited. He, he can't wait to us to get over there and get something set up. And then I also talk with Mike Doty. Uh, these guys are they're getting excited for their season they've they've had kind of showings of their uniforms the girls softball team they did a fundraiser over the winter to help purchase the uh, new softball uniforms that they're wearing they're pretty cool we shared a picture of that on our twitter feed the just last week i think they had a, a picture of that so that's pretty cool what's going on so for myself dan walker Blake Walker, Walker. Uh, thank you for joining in. Remember, you can always catch us on our Tigers uh, live stream network Facebook page. Uh, you can look look us up on Twitter. It's probably the quickest way to find us at Twitter, uh, excuse me, on Twitter, but Tigers Live with an underscore at the end. And then, of course, you could always go to our Tiger um, live stream network webpage, which is Tigers, T-I-G, E-R-S-L-S-N.com. And right there, uh, for those who want to listen to this podcast and aren't so tech-savvy and could go find it through all the different Spotify or through Apple Podcasts or listen it to through Podbean, which is our host company, you could just go right to our webpage and you can listen to it on the webpage. So we have it posted right there in the bottom. Hit play. This event will come up there and you'll be able to listen to us. So as we close out, Blake, Closing words for the podcast and for the week. I know you got a big concert well, coming yeah, up we next, got next Friday. Big, big concert coming up. Uh, the weather's looking better, so uh, get out there and cheer on the Tigers. And uh, there's a lot upcoming this next couple of weeks in sports. So uh, thank you for listening for the Grinnell Tigers uh, sports live stream podcast. And uh, we'll catch you next time for episode three. 70, 69. Eight seconds left. Macy. Cutting, kicks in the corner, Megan for three.